Welcome to Lender Lens Podcast. I'm gonna keep saying that as fast as possible until I get it to it's just a a, a long spring of yeah. Uh, that one was borderline illegible already, so you're well on your way. Buddy. Let's go, let's go. That's how we're doing it. We got uh Rift Rivals. Oh yeah, the heat from Rift Rivals still burns. Ow. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to think about it. Yeah, uh, which is bad because we're gonna have to. I don't want to think about it. So please First don't make me talk about it. Uh, I should note I haven't looked at the topics list yet. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we got a Rift Rivals discussion this week. We got some uh, patch notes discussion. We got some uh, roster change moves. Actually, big moves this week. Uh, a new Y segment. And a couple of previews. Uh, the return of our my beloved, <laughs> one of my favorite segments. I love it. I'm so sad we haven't done one for now. But I haven't had a reason to until now. I know, I know, and I'm just glad it's back. I was about to do it on Pike Top, but then they didn't pick it more. They picked it like twice and gave up. But yeah, okay, we're we're um doing good. We're we've uh, done wise for one single pick before. I don't. Doesn't matter. It might have been something wild. Oh yeah, it was just something wild and out of nowhere. But Pike Top is known, and I just want—I would just want them to stop doing it. Okay, Rift Rivals. That's the thing that happened. So, uh, day one. Day one. Uh, didn't look great. Not gonna lie. Not great. Uh, what happened? Oh yeah, day one. Uh, EU swept and went four zero. That uh, yeah, (laughs) that happened. Uh, so, I walked into day one, sort of looking at it like, yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe we can do some pretty good. And then C9 just totally didn't show up. And they played two of those games. And we find out later that C9, the entire team is sick. Yeah. The whole team. <laughs> the whole team is sick. EU. And Sneaky was the, apparently the sickest because he didn't play from day two onwards. Now in day two... NA strikes back, and they go, what is that, uh, three, three, three and two. So, pretty good, not gonna lie. It's Respectable. Weird. If they one went like that, this would be a competition. But, uh. But I didn't. Nope. <laughs> nope. So I have, uh, virtually <laughs> zero faith that, uh, C9 or was gonna be able to help in this tournament, mostly because Sneaky was... Uh, out of commission, and they had to play Blabber. Yeah. I think they would have. I th- I would have had more faith if Sneaky wasn't dying of mm-hmm. food poisoning. Uh, I think that you know the first day was rough, but if the other teams were able to bring it back, I think C nine is relatively close to their skill levels and would have also been able to potentially bring it back. But without your eighty carry player and putting your jungler on eighty carry, and I assume that that's not something they scream that often. <laughs> Uh, I assume that they're not busting out the blabber bot scrims too much. So, so uh, for so for one of the games, they had, I think they had blabber play Aatrox mid, and Niski went Sivir bot. So, I guess that's one adaptation. And then another game, the the next game that he played, they had blabber go jungle and Svenskeren play Gragas support, while Zazel played Morgana. Uh, Morgana bot lane and I'm just sitting here like this is some mental gymnastics to make this a good thing apparently but here we are it, it's unfortunate that, I mean I guess that's just what you have to do when someone gets sick right mm-hmm. like, um, but I don't even know what else they could have done 
Well, I don't, like the, the teams weren't allowed to have their full rosters because EU couldn't bring. A Did you full look it up? Was roster. it six or seven? I didn't look it up, but like I'm saying right now, EU would not have yeah. been able to bring over their full ten man rosters. So letting NA sub in whoever they wanted for I know uh, for that would have been unfair. I'm not saying that that's what you th- they should have done, but if it was seven, I'm surprised they didn't have their yeah. It might have worked mid laner, and only. then if you have a mi- if you have a second mid laner and you just put your mid laner on Mage's bot, like that's probably better than putting a jungler. I would guess it's six, just because that's they didn't uh, do that. Well, yeah, the, number one, they didn't do that. Number two, that's the international standard at the moment. So, like, six, you have six members to go participate with you. That's why uh, last year, C9 was trying to decide if they wanted to take Golden Glue or Blabber. I think they took Golden Glue. I don't remember. Blabber seemed like too much of a wild card. But uh, I think they're sticking with six for international tournaments, and I think they have this one counting just for practice and, uh, I don't know what else, wholeness. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, so those are the first two days. There's also um, a 2v2 competition that... I don't, I don't know why they started it with each of the regions, but eh, whatever, I guess. I think they just had it so that second and third bot lane played, and then uh, first and whatever the winner was played from each region, and then the winners played out. So it just made it so the final was a 50-50 either way. <laughs> but regardless, uh, EU did win that, but TSM got second. TSM is the best bot lane in NA. And I can now say that. And you I, can't dispute it. Sneaky was sick. <laughs> sure, you can make that claim. It doesn't I'm matter because the they beat that TL's my, bot that lane my boys too. weren't playing at full strength. They weren't at full HP. They weren't maxed out. They had hey, some debuffs. Hey. They had some status if, effects. If there's a team who is always going to win when down, it is Cloud9. And they just didn't do it this Not time. when they're... I mean, yes. Yeah, I can't... I can't... I can't argue that, actually. Right. Just, I'll take the L. I'll take it. TSM is the best bot lane in the and I'm sticking to it. I'm going to get that on a t-shirt. Okay. But, oh. but perks... I won't stop you. But perks and... Who is his support? I forget. Perks and Who's Mickey. Per- Mix, Mickey. Uh, perks and Mickey were the... Uh, the winner's there, and I don't know. I don't know. I feel like we're uh, Perks is gonna get a big ego after this. Not gonna lie. Did he not already? I really don't know. That's a real question. That's not fun. I don't know anything about E. <laughs> I, I don't know. No, I don't. Follow I have him super literally closely. no idea. So it's real. Question. I don't follow him super closely. So. You want to know the only thing I know about Perks was his double, uh, the double of spot for ProView. <laughs> That's all I know. About Perks. Oh, oh, Perks apparently has a massive, massive crush on Double Lift and follows him to the ends of the earth, like it's his job or something. And to be and honest, and then Double Lift was like, LOL. <laughs> and then, yeah, what did Double say that he just doesn't watch Perks at all? He doesn't watch. He said, "I've never years. watched one of your ProViews." <laughs> oh man. So, want to get into the best of five? The best of five? <laughs> yeah, why don't you lead this one off? All right, so the best of five, as a reminder for the format, was a sort of a... Uh, hang on. Actually, I want to see All right. I'm just going to let it be dead air. Yeah, dead <laughs> air. Outside. All right. Dead um, air, no sound. Nothing. No, I take my drink. So the best of five was this sort of relay race format where um, EU, since they won the group stage, they got some um, counter pick in the first set, so T- NA would have to take their pick. Then EU would get to 
take their pick for matches one and three, and then NA had it for two, then the You're final two yeah. would be blind pick. So, first up, NA puts in TL. No, wait, wait, no. They put in C9, and then uh, EU picked Fnatic. I don't know what the hell C9 were doing this game, because this is the Gragas support Zazel in Morgana bot game. Listen. And I'm just sitting here with my head spinning. Why the hell are we just letting them have Renekton Elise? I don't... I, I have no good answer for you, and I'm not even going to try. The, uh, the Sometimes running... I like to try and defend these picks, but this one I've got... I've got nothing. And they're running Nidalee Jungle! What's this? Who picks this now? Who? Who? Why? She kind of sucks. Oh, she's garbage. <laughs> they have a, they have four people who have great pick and team fight, and they have Nidalee. Nidalee, who's a skirmishing champ. Yeah. They had some moments. Not gonna lie, they had some moments, and I'm like, man, they almost had this. But it turns out, if you just have your top laner fall behind by like. Hang on, how far behind did he end this game? They ended at 26 minutes with the top laner behind two levels and, what, 30 far? Like, he was behind that 30 far, like, oh, for a while, and he just got blasted early, and he just had some unfortunateness happen to him early game. And, oh, and with Elise, that's a sitting duck top lane. You can't, Correct. you just, oh, I love Renekton Elise because you just nuke people under turret, but, oh. Oh, dude, I love running that with you. My <laughs> jungle. Ugh, that's just broken. It's dirty. It's fun. We shouldn't be allowed to do it, but we do it anyways. Yeah, well, we're criminals, you know. <laughs> uh, Karma needs to go away, please. Please stop bringing her to my attention. I don't... Why? She's I, really good. I know she's really good, but I hate that she's really good. She's one of the champions just so unfun to play against, especially when she's building, like, AP and shit. She's so oppressive in bot lane. Oh my god, Oh, dude. top lane's not any better. I don't- I've never made the claim it was. <laughs> but yeah. I, I never once claimed. Yeah, you got any thoughts about this game, about you boys? <sighs> Rip sneaky. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, I'm not gonna- I'm not gonna lie, I kinda like tapped out mentally. <laughs> uh, so, because I was so like- did C9. <laughs> yeah. I kind of tapped out mentally, and I was like, well, Sneaky's not here, like, whatever, I'm gonna go play TFT. Like, <laughs> I don't know, like, I, I have no idea. I have no idea, really. I didn't understand the picks. Part of me wants to believe that, like, the pick for that, or it's like the, the, the sort of pick strategy that we had picks, stems from what we're gonna talk about in a later topic, which is maybe that Rift Rivals isn't taken as seriously as some other international competitions, right? It's sometimes, mm -hmm. by some people, viewed more of, like, this is like an all-star thing, right? Or this is like a meme event because there's not really much on the line other than bragging rights. Um, so that leads me... So I don't want to say that's what it was because I don't know for sure. But I, it didn't really, to me, look like any of the NA teams were like doing their all. And I saw from every team a lot more of those like really weird picks that like... A lot of these comps, I wouldn't expect any one of these teams to run in the LCS. Well, like I, at all. I wouldn't say that about uh, TSM and TL. They looked like they walked into every game full serious, ready to like play. That's fair. Play okay. So, but, okay. So, <laughs> what I should You're say. Talking about said Yumi Bot. Yes. <laughs> I'm talking about 
I'm talking about some EU comps and some of the C9 comps. I do think some of the C9 comps were maybe a necessity thing. Like, I didn't, I really don't want to see Blabberon Lucian, right? Like, or Blabberon, like, a on a high mechanical, like, a high mechanics AD carry. Because I just don't think that it'll work, right? Uh, because he's a jungler. Uh, I'm not saying he doesn't have mechanics. I'm just saying it's not his role. So, his best champion is Kindred. Yes, but Kindred <laughs> is not like many other. <laughs> you know what I mean, though. I do. I, I get you. Right? There's, other, so, there's others like positioning sensibilities that Kindred doesn't have to yeah, follow like, because of real maybe, maybe a lot of the weird comp choices for C9 were just on that. In that case, we're just like, well, fuck. Like. <laughs> We gotta do. We can't quit, right? We gotta do something. But I don't know. I really. I just honestly, I just don't think Nidalee Jungle is even remotely the answer. Like, I, look, maybe they're just like, hey, if guys, you're gonna Nidalee Jungle, put Blabber on it. Just pick whatever you want. Yeah, who cares? Just play the game. Like, if if that's your attitude coming, in, I'm not really. I don't really like that. But at the same time, it's like, oh, that's why he picked Nidalee. I don't like it either, but it's more understandable given the circumstances. If Sneaky was there and they did that, I would be like, literally, what the fuck? <laughs> like, literally, why? However, considering what was going on and the fact that they were down their actual AD carry, it doesn't... I'm not like... Once Sneaky was out, I was like, oh, C9's not winning a game, right? Like, there's nothing they can really do here. Because I don't even... Like, you can't even really put Blabber on the mages because I don't even, like, maybe... There's not a lot of mage jung junglers. Yeah, well, like, like Karthus... I don't, uh, I'm sure he plays it, but at the same time, I don't think it's a really situational pick. I, I don't think, really yeah, I don't think that's the solution here. I think the solution, like you said, was, would have been to hopefully have had uh, Golden Glue and put Golden Glue and made a Niski on AD carry, vice versa. Yeah, but if they didn't have him, because obviously you're not going to prepare put for your saver duty. First, like just prioritize getting him. If you're trying to play serious, you you prioritize getting him a Siver and just leaving him down there. Was he even that good at Sivir, though? <laughs> uh, he didn't play Sivir, Niski did. Oh, you're right. I mean, I don't know. I don't think... Sivir does not read to me a blabber champion. Yeah, but it I'm... reads to me as easiest AD carry in the game. That I will agree with. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just trying to make excuses. I really... I'm running out of steam. Uh... <laughs> Alright, let's go on to match two, then. Or game two, then. Uh, we had TSM versus OG... Uh, you That's put not a lie. You put an OG and uh, T and NA put in TSM uh, as a counter pick. I'm pretty sure they did this just so Sven could play against Mithy again because that's what Sven's want to do the whole fucking time. But dear lord, do I not understand how TSM can just lose this game? This game honestly looked really close, and the score kind of kind of shows it. Where TSM are seven and eight. Uh, well, mm -hmm. the score the score is seven and eight with it. But I think well, the if, kill score was yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, if you look at the the gold was fucking Christ yeah they didn't get a single neutral objective <laughs> it's an eight k gold lead the re I think the real telling stat is the assists because TSM had thirteen assists and OG had twenty three so Holy fuck yeah all right that's that's bonkers I've, always, I've said <laughs> this for years that the actual way to tell which team plays better is to look Just at which assists. Team has more assists. Yeah, because the team with more assists means they're doing things as a as a unit, and you can multiply assists. You can't multiply kills. Whereas yeah, I think that's generally true, unless like you've got like some solo carry god on your team. But... Yeah, unless you have Bjergsen Zed going into sidelines back in season four. <laughs>
didn't he go recently like wasn't he fucking huge on Azir in one of these games? Not in Rift, but in LCS. Didn't he go like something crazy? Yeah, yeah, he was crazy. I might have been the Golden Guardians game. Yeah, he had like ten plus kills. He was fucking insane. Yeah, they let Azir get to late game, and then Bjergsen was basically like, "Okay, I get to kill two people every team fight, and then I die. Let's see what we get, boys." And that game just took forever. But we're talking about Rift rivals. So TSM, TSM ran. Uh, uh, Sona, Tar- or, I'm sorry, <laughs> Sona, Tom Kench bot lane, which I'm just, mm, that's it just feels awful looking at that. That I'm not saying it's bad. I'm saying I hate it. <laughs> and we'll talk. We we have a whole segment about that later, so we can talk about that specifically later. I actually think it's not bad at all, but I understand. I, why I don't think it's it. bad. I just don't like it. <laughs> Completely but, fair. Uh, TSM been playing Greg here, which um. After seeing Acadian play Elise the day before this, I'm actually kind of like, I think Acadian should have kept playing, and they probably should have kept picking aggro champions. And then Greg honestly didn't look that hot at this tournament, uh, especially in this game where he died level 1 right at the enemy raptor pit because they just walked right in on a ward. They didn't do that thing where the jungler takes um, takes a red trinket and then just sweeps, his way, sweeps their way in so that they know if they're on awards or not. And they would have known exactly, okay, we're on a ward, we have to leave, we can't do this. Instead, they die. So, this is why you take flashbite, by the way, guys. So, why do you take flashbite? No, you're definitely wrong. No. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't... I was just kind of disappointed that TSM kind of got out macroed and really couldn't get a hold of the game at all. It looked okay for a while, and then TSM just got closed on, and they couldn't really grab any neutrals. And also, uh, Zven on Sona just looks awful. Not gonna lie. What AD carries on AD carries? <laughs> uh, maybe, maybe. So, what'd you, what'd, you, what'd you think about this game? I think we had a lot of the same analysis. Um, I was surprised to see TSM get no neutral objectives because that's something they're generally quite good at, uh, and something I generally expect TSM to prioritize and to perform well at. Um, I. I like Sona Kench as a lane. I think it's good. I mean, I say I like it. What I mean is I think it's good. Uh, <laughs> I think it's a good lane. I'm not sure how it does here, though, right? Like, I don't know. Like, I don't like it with this comp, but I'm not really sure what comp I do like it with, so maybe <laughs> I just don't like the comp or the lane. I don't know, but it's... um. The rest of their comp feels like they're trying to do something other than what Sarah, Sona and Tarek are trying to do, right? Like, what are Sona and Tarek, sorry, not Sona and Kench providing here, right? Like, you have an assassin who's going to try to kill people, succeeding at killing people. You've got a Jace who's probably going to be doing a lot of poke, a lot of brawling, and Olaf who wants to be running in. And, like, I guess Sona works for that. I guess Kench works for that. But I think that then why wouldn't you just, if you want this kind of comp, why wouldn't you just prioritize, like, an early Sivir? Unless it got first pick, I don't remember the draft order. Uh, or some other AD carry that can do that better than Sona Kench can, right? Like, I don't even think Sona Kench is especially good into Sivir Yumi. I think that that's a pretty strong counter, right? Like, Sivir is capable of just AFK farming. And then if they try to get engaged on, they have Root. They've got uh, Speed Boost from Yumi. They've got Spell Shield. They have speed, yeah, the slope. They have the speed boost from Sivir. Like, this is a, a super, super safe lane. And so, Kench and Sona are not really going to get any kills in lane, and they're just going to get out farmed. 
So if you're picking them here to me, it's because you want to do something with them later. But like, what are they even providing here? Right? Like, it doesn't seem to me that they're offering what any other like high tier AD carry could have offered. So um, uh, Olaf actually does really well with Tark because you can pop Tark ultimate on him. Well, yes, pop Ragnarok and charge right through. This is Thomas Kench though. Right. So now you're on a Tom Kench. Who does Tom Kench save on this team? Why is he here? Who's he here to protect? Yeah. Is he here to protect Sona? No one protects Jace? Sona. Don't protect Sona. Jay should be able to be in a side lane. He shouldn't be anywhere near Tom Kench. Uh, Olaf, if you're trying to protect Olaf, something went super wrong and you're the only two left in the game. Yeah. And LeBlanc should also be nowhere near you unless it's a really desperate situation. You're like, okay, I'm going to go over and try to get them in uh, Dragon Pit for like three seconds and then my clones are going to run out. Can you eat me back over? Which, can he even do that anymore? Uh, I don't remember. I think it depends upon the wall. Yeah, probably. There's probably I know you can't wall. spit over a lot of walls, but I think you can eat over a few. So, I... <sighs> I don't really see what Tom Kench is doing here. I think Tarek would have been a better pick. I think having a real AD carry would have been better too, with a any other support, just to play standard into into this. I agree. But I don't know. People really love love this uh, setup, and I, I just I just don't. I just I yeah, feel like there's I, options. And I think that's what my fun. confusion was. Is like the Tarek would have been a better pick, and Kench is like great in lane still, in my opinion, even in support, even after the nerfs. But like. Just speaking generally here, like like you said, who, why? So, so they why? Picked, like, are you taking him to eat an enemy? Because that's not why you pick Kench. So they picked Tom Kench first. They first picked it. Then the other side rotated and picked Aatrox Yumi. And then they picked Sona. Yeah. So I think they picked Tom Kench so that, okay, if the other team picks uh, Sona Tarek, we'll pick something like Lucian or something aggressive like Draven, maybe. Though I think. I or Draven wasn't. Wait. Draven was banned by TSM. Uh, so, I Was guess... Play Draven? Is Fen? Patrick. Oh, Patrick? I don't know. I would bet... If you can't play all the 80 carriers and you're a bot, bot, bot laner... No, 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 but you, you and I have had this conversation before, both on stream and off, which is that there's a difference between playing Draven and being a Draven. Oh, uh, oh, oh, I thought you said Lucian. I'm sorry. No, Draven. Yeah, Dra Draven is slightly different because he's got other... You know, like the, a lot. I expect every AD carry to be able to play Draven on the SLCS, but I don't expect them all to be Draven players. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, I, I'm just. I, I honestly blame TSM having a really subpar bot lane for losing this game because the top lane did pretty yeah, decent. The bot lane also had the lion's share of the deaths. <laughs> yeah, the mid laner did well, half of the die. deaths actually. LeBlanc's still alive. I guess they had half the deaths on the team. <laughs> I guess uh, Greg was also kind of problematic. Intentionally feeding. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he performed too hot this game, and then TSM just kind of fell over and couldn't really stop them. Yeah, they petered out, but it happens. Um, it's unfortunate. I would have loved to see the Zven Mithy clapbacks, but pretty sure TSM just lost to OG both times they played. Yeah, so we're just disappointed. Because this means You're nothing. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's bragging rights. It means nothing important. except for this next game, which meant everything, because this is yeah. the game two of TL versus G two, and guess fucking what? Two zero. They got the revenge, but they didn't get the belt. <laughs> I'm sick. Well, they got the revenge, and that's pretty sick. Yeah. So yeah, uh, TL, they beat G two this time. Uh, I think they're they 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 picked. Pretty 
pretty good comp on both sides, to be honest. I think the Gragas uh, Yasuo thing is strong, but at the same time, I feel like you can just ban it or pick it away. I agree. It, 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 like, it feels strong, but they're... You can just, just get rid of it. It's not... Like, you need two pieces to make it work. It's like Sonatari, you can ban one. Like, I don't know, ban Gragas is probably better, or you could first pick Gragas, but... I don't know. I don't know if it's made by C9, but it's gotten everywhere now, at least in NA. Mm -hmm. uh, double if playing Ezreal and Core JJ on Lux. Lux is broken. And that's a she... very good. That's a very good lane. Yeah, and it hurts like a bitch. <laughs> oh, oh, I know. And then impacts on uh, his best champion on Gangplank, which they last picked. By the way, they counterpicked Gangplank into Aurelia. So. I don't know who takes that matchup and thinks I'm gonna I'm gonna win it, but apparently it's impact. I don't. I'm I'm looking at G2's uh, G2's uh, team comp too, and it looks fine. There's nothing wrong with it. Zyrocon no, bot lane, uh, LeBlanc mid, uh, Rek'Sai jungle, and Aurelia, but it looks like Rek'Sai kind of got beat by Gragas, just because I know Gragas does really well against Rek'Sai. I don't, I don't know. I, I think Impact and uh, Jensen were just hard carrying this game. I don't think Doublelift and think right. JJ did much more than just support, or just hold bot lane and kind of keep Zyrocon busy. This is going to be a bland segment if we keep agreeing on these things. I mean, um, we're, we're, we're rooting for the same team here. Yeah, that's fair. It's not like C9 versus TSM. No, it's rather different, actually. Yeah, um, yeah quite. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, this the gangplank looked nasty in a good way. Double lifts, Ezreal is always clean. I expect it to be. He's double lift and it's Ezreal. Um, the build was a little weird to me, but that worked out fine. Yeah. Yeah, having a Ma is a bit off. It, Ma, he also, yeah. That's the really Luden's weird out. part. Well, he went Ma yeah. instead of Ludens. I know, and I think that's weird, is what I'm saying. Uh, what else? I don't know. I think it's just like, oh man, that's a. Oh no, I'm an idiot. I thought that was a 30 vision score on Lux, but it's 130. That's, I thought it was 30. It's like is this game. Holy it was uh, 34 minutes. Uh, that's God a damn. That's a huge score. I thought it was 30, and I was like, Quinn JJ was trolling. Is all I can say. But uh, it turns out that actually, I don't think uh, I've ever no. seen a score above 100. We have. Have we? Yeah, it happens pretty often, to be honest. Really? I don't. I don't yeah. know. That's that's a crazy score, though. Uh, Nick Smithy score is uh, f uh forty three, and who's there? Uh, Yankos. Yankos is, is eighty seven. Uh, yeah, but when you only you only get forty three when your support is one hundred and thirty and not ninety two. Like ninety two is that's, still that's fair. That's really fair. Ninety two is still really good, but it's forty off. <laughs> And there's a 40 difference between Yankos and Nick Smithy. Yeah, it's right. That's, yep, see, it's right there. We found we found the gap. That's all I'm saying, fellas. Just all right, can we just talk about Lux bot for a sec or Lux uh, support for a second? Yeah, do it. I love it, this shit. It's it, fucking broken. It's so broken. And it's not even like carry Lux support. You're building nope. you're building support items. You're building redemption. You're building uh what, what's that? Uh unholy grail. And it and it's just so much healing and shielding all the time, and 
You don't need AP because your shield scales off your level more than your AP. It, it's Correct. just, oh, they need to nerf that. They need to nerf the shield. They need to nerf the CC. And they just need to make it so that anyone who isn't building resistances cannot build Aftershock. Just shove all of its power into resistances for the love of God. That's actually not a bad idea. I kind of like that. Um, Aftershock is what makes her broken. Anthony, you know this about me. I play bot lane a reasonable amount of the time. Uh, when we play together, when I play on my own. Every time I see a Lux with Aftershock, I'm like, oh, fuck, this is going to be a rough one. Oh, every time I play. see a... Yeah, every time I play against a Lux without it, Lux is still good, Lux is still annoying, but she's... I'm not like, oh, God, she's unkillable, right? She's. I'm like, oh, like, okay, we can do this. But when it's Aftershock, it's like she's still going to do dumbass damage with her QE, like enough to like destroy a, a marksman early level if you're not completely on point. Uh, and she's gonna be obscenely difficult difficult to kill, especially once that uh, Athenes comes through. And then she does even more damage with that shield bash on. What? Oh you take shield God. bash with that? Damn, I didn't know. You do, You take shield bash. You, the reason you get more uh, Athenes first is because you go shield bash and then you do a bunch of damage even without any other ap items and then you huge shield your ad carry in a team fight in the bot lane and you just win and you do dumb da oh it's crazy dude Oof. there's nothing else you could really take over shield bash i, I think she's got to be the best support in the game at she the is moment. it's it's like her then karma and then like kench if you're a really good kench player but kench is always just broken if you're a good kench player mm. But I think Lux is insane. Um, I'm not going to offer any solutions to how to balance her because I didn't, A, know we were going to talk about her, so I didn't think about it. Uh, and B, I don't trust myself. Uh, I don't trust myself, so <laughs> I don't know. But I, I don't just... Oh my god, the cooldown on her. I played one game of Lux mid like, like a month ago, and I went 11-5 and 11, and I'm just sitting here like, this is easy. Why doesn't everyone do this? all the time i just destroyed people i just farmed mid and walked to a side lane and nuked somebody and it's just like eh, gotta kill <laughs> this is so easy she's not only broken she's easy and that's the worst kind of champion it is so the reason you take shield bash is first of all it gets you one to ten armor and mr per level Oof. second of all it, it reads whenever you gain a new shield and both procs of her oh shield oh my god it resets it does. So whenever you gain a new shield, your next basic attack deals 5 to 30 uh, plus 1.5% bonus HP plus 8.5% new shield amount bonus adaptive damage. Um, you have up to two seconds after the shield expires to use this effect. So you get two shields, and then if you use... Your shield hits you first before it hits anyone else on cast, mm -hmm. which means you get the bulk of the Athene's buff which means the adaptive damage increases even more. And so you just get like, you do a lot more damage with your W. Oh my God. Ugh. That's why you build that. That's, That's so much. I didn't realize she got so much damage from it. Oh my God. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's not small. It's okay. So forget everything we said before. We attribute the entire win to core JJ's uh, luck support. And 130 vision score. Yeah. Let's see who has the lowest insane. vision score this game. It's somewhere... A lot of them have uh, around 20. Impact. Yeah. Yeah, oh wow, that's 21. That's actually pretty low. I can normally have a 34 minute game, yes Yeah, that's pretty low. Yeah, a lot of them have between like 27 and 30. Oh, whew, double 41, goddamn. 
I think you were sharing. sharing with the 130 point court JJ is why. Yeah, and also uh, Court JJ just whips him into shape like, hey, buy that pink ward, son. Right, Place get, that bitch. Let's get into this last game and talk okay, about Okay, yeah, sorry. We got wrapped up in Lux and other shit. Dude, Shield Bash, though, I'm telling you, broken. Retire your Ari support, pick Lux. It's much easier and much better. Uh, It doesn't get me 12 kills, though. Uh, oh, it can. <laughs> so uh, It can we, with a redemption, bro. We got TSM running Greg again uh, with Bjergsen's Azir, which I'm starting to doubt the potency of Azir in the current meta, because, dear lord, do I see it get its shit pounded in so many times. Yeah, but then sometimes it goes like 20 and something on it. So, uh, th th this game, I'm actually very shocked that uh, TSM couldn't control bot lane with Lucian Lux bot. Yeah, excuse me, into Sivir Yumi, which I was totally... Oh, I'm not surprised by that. I, I was totally expecting it to have a lot more bully potential, but the, I think... Was it this game where there's a lot of action happening? I think a lot of the games had a lot of action happening on bot side, so, like, it was just a whole clusterfuck the whole time, and they were able to get them out of lane probably pretty early. Though, there were only two drakes taken in this game, and it was only... It was 25 minutes. Normally, you can get three to four in that time if you're doing good, but... I think there was just a lot of uh, movement happening. But, so why don't why did you expect the lanes to go the other way here? Because the Lucian Lucian Lux sounds a lot more aggressive into Sivir Yumi, and like it should have a high kill potential. It's so hard to catch her out though, dude. Yeah. I mean, it, it literally comes down to the it, like if you're a good support, which I expect, and you have good synergy, I expect it to even come down to like I'm going to be hit by this, heal me, and then you can even get the speed ups to dodge the Lux cues. You have your spell shield, and I also think Sivir has really good pressure early against um, Lucian. Like, she's not as good early, but she is a lot harder to duel than some other early AD carries uh, that Lucian's really good into. So, I don't know. I, I'm not surprised by this at all. Especially because once they hit six, the I expect the Lucian to just, like, lose. He can't walk up to farm. The Yumi ults him, pokes him down. The Sivir ults, like, I think they just win after a point. The other thing that I think TSM really underplayed was uh, top the, lane. yeah top lane the Camille into uh, uh, Aatrox. Uh, I, I didn't know you were gonna say that. I just guessed because I happened to be looking at the KDAs for top lane. It's like that's bad. Uh, yeah, I. It looked like Camille was gonna have a pretty good time against Aatrox early, but I feel like Broken Blade wasn't playing that like the heavy aggression style that you had to play on Camille into Aatrox to make it. To kind of get it into your favor and then keep control and then oh, they have shit. a lease to walk up and help kill him so it, it's hard to, to really have total control with the on the enemy team but it, it, Camille was their only win condition against Aatrox and a lot of teams are prioritizing Aatrox and Yumi because of course you are it's crazy really broken if I can walk really, forward really on Aatrox the Yumi ult on top of it I get a billion free crit hits and I get to roll through your team, and it, it's just its just not fun for you. So, he doesn't have any EXE. It's 25 minutes. He's sitting on a Joram's Fist. That Joram's Fist could be an EXE. Why, why, why is that not your first item even before Tiamat into Aatrox? I don't... That's exact. If I'm into Aatrox, if I'm into Mundo, I'm running EXE immediately. Their healing is a major part of their kit, and if you cut it in half, what do they got? Half the healing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, quite literally, they have half the healing. But they also have substantially less power. Like, I would say even less than half power, because 
you're no longer as afraid of them, right? Like yeah. when I'm dueling a Mundo, I'm like, oh god, he's gonna R, and I'm gonna have to do all this goddamn work three more times. <laughs> if I have a, a Grievous Wounds item, I'm like, well, fuck this idiot, right? Like, yeah, now you're fighting him to keep the Grievous Wounds on him instead of fighting him to kill him. Uh, what was I gonna say? No, it's gone. My whole idea is slipping through my mind. Nope, nope, nope. What? Uh, nothing, I just ran out of ideas. Oh, apparently people are, are really tilted by uh, Ludin's Echo Azir. Because it, it's it's just poke Azir, basically. You're just playing him to poke with Q. And... Mm -hmm. I don't... Honestly, I don't like it as much as, like, attack speed Azir. But I guess in this comp it works okay. But, but I, I think he gets a lot of scaling attack speed anyways. Like, uh, I think his W gives him probably something like 40%. I don't know. I don't play Azir. I, have, I, don't, I don't know his numbers. <laughs> I will say that the last time Bjergsen played Azir was against GGS, and he did go 12-2. and two. I think he played it once before in this tournament. I think he played it in the first game against OG. Did he? All right, sorry. The last one I remembered. Okay, fine. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm kind of grasping at straws for this one. I just... I'm just so supremely disappointed that TSM couldn't pull this one out again. Again, this is a game where it looked like they had a lot of chances. They could have, like, they could have really pulled it out, but it just didn't turn out. It didn't, and part of that to me feels a little bit like the top side slack. Obviously, bot lane wasn't doing too hot either, but I think top side did a little bit worse, specifically top and jungle. I think I don't want to put too much of the blame on Bjergsen. I do think Vigar's pretty good into his ear. His cage interrupts the dash. A lot harder to escape, etc., etc. Uh, but I don't know. It was just a... Oh, yeah, Vigar. Vigar is such a heavy hit to a lot of this team. Because mm -hmm. everyone's, got, everyone's got a dash except for Lux. One, two, three. Yeah, they've all got dashes that are interrupted. Um, oh, this Zven is... Zven never even got to a QSS. Is this the game where Grig misses like three ultimates and it ruins the game for them? Don't remember, wouldn't be surprised if it was. I'm pretty sure that this is a game where they go for a gank mid, and then Azir bumps uh, Vigar slightly out of the way, and Grig misses an ult, and then something like that happens again later, and it's ba it, those two things basically throw this game. Because they couldn't, because they just couldn't yeah. convert, and they lost Bolt, and they both died for it. But, oof. Hey. Right. I think that's a... Uh... That's all we got for our generic Rift Rivals discussion. Well, no, it's not. Well, I said generic. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> On to like, well... the next topic, which is how serious should Rift Rivals and or All-Stars be? Uh, I'll go first. Okay. Here's what I think. I think All-Stars should be not especially serious. Okay. All-Stars to me... What? Oh, okay. Keep going. Oh, I just didn't... Um, I thought... Okay. I was just not on one. Go. Oh, okay. Go around. Um, dude, you fucked me up so bad there. Okay. I think Rift Rivals... Not Rift... Oh, my God. I think All-Stars is fine being not especially serious. Why do I think this? Uh, as a fan of other sports, typically a lot of... Especially the NBA, a lot of the time, their All-Star games are not as competitive... Uh, a lot of fans actually complain in the NBA that during uh, the All-Star games, there's literally no defense played and that you're literally just watching 
guys run up and down the court and, and jam the ball. Just do the craziest no-look passes, the three-point shots, the deepest fuck three is, the dumb dunks uncontested. There are like whole clips of series of just running back and forth, uncontested dunk, uncontested dunk. And some people don't like that, and some people do. I really like it. And for me, I think All-Star specifically is a place to do the funny things, the weird things, the, the kind of the dumb comps, have all the weird events, and just have a fun time and shout out another part or another way to play League of Legends that isn't just hyper-competitive 5v5s, right? It's really exciting to see them go, like, I take the 5v5 format, but I know a few years ago it was, like, only marksmen, right? Like, or only assassin. <laughs> or, like, these really weird game modes, and you get to watch it. Yeah, and they're really exciting because you get to watch the pros just have a, a, a really fun time on really weird champions that you don't usually get to see them on doing things you don't typically see. And I'm completely okay with that. I love All-Stars, dude. I regularly go back and watch old 1v1s, 2v2s, uh, weird show matches, right? Tandem mode? Are you kidding me? Oh my god, that was so funny. Tandem is hilarious. <laughs> the best part is half of them can't talk to each other because they speak yeah. different languages. <laughs> It's fucking amazing. And so I think All-Stars is perfectly okay being not very serious, especially because it's at Worlds. We already... All-Stars isn't Worlds. at Worlds. It's, it's uh, around, around Worlds is what it, I meant to say. It's like a month and a half after. Yeah, but still. Like, okay. What I mean is a, it's between... What is it between them? It's, it's, between, in, the, it's in the off-season after Worlds. Yeah, and, and so what I'm saying is, what is it between? It's between the most important tournament and the start of the regular season. So we have these two moments of extremely important competition cut up in the middle with a great meme. I'm fine with that. <laughs> I'm completely fine with that. Rift Rivals? I feel like it should be more competitive, but probably not as competitive as MSI. Because there's nothing... I mean, there's nothing on the line, right? Like, I mean, there could be. There could be, but as of right now, it's kind of just bragging rights. Yeah. And while bragging rights are exciting, at the end of the day, like, I don't really want my team to necessarily bust out their super secret high-tier strat at Rift Rivals if they could hold it till the LCS next week or hold it for a more important moment. So I think that it's okay to dick around a little bit, especially in the 2v2 tournament. Dick around all you want in the 2v2 <laughs> tournament. That's fine. Run fucking Braum, Kench, or whatever the uh, fuck they ran. Poppy on Nivea. Yeah, but that's actually just good. Um, <laughs> I think I want it to be more serious, but I don't want it to be as serious as an international tournament. I want there to be like playful shit talking, like m more playful shit talking. I want there to be a little bit more memory. Like I'm not mad when I see Gragas Yasuo in Rift Rivals. I'd be pretty mad if I saw Gragas Yasuo at like MSI. I'd be like, really? Like you're at the tournament, you're at Worlds, and you're doing like this? All right, like fine, I guess. But so I want it to be a little more competitive. I don't want it to just be a f huge meme. I mean, at least from the players, right? Like the production needs to continue to be as funny as it is, or I will be very upset. Um, <laughs> so uh, I love. Yeah. So I mostly agree. I do think All Stars should probably be a much, much more of a time for jovial fun and uh, relaxation for a lot of the players, and a time for pro players to meet up and talk to each other and sort of create more international relationships to more in to more interconnect all of the leagues especially the uh lower tier leagues and yeah apparently all-stars is one of the places for all the lower tier leagues to really like show their stuff because uh they do really they tend to do really well in the 1v1 and the 2v2 competitions 
and never get to Worlds. <laughs> yeah, um, well, they get, they get to Worlds. Sometimes they make it to semi the quarterfinals. No, I know, you know, but I'm just claiming. <laughs> no, I agree. And, and I think it's just also good for, like, as a community to have yeah. an event that's just fun. Right? So, like, this is, at the end of the day, like, it's a game. And, like, winning is dope. But also, like, it's fun. Right? <laughs> like... So last year they grabbed a, a lot of streamers to put into this too, which I'm not against adding more di more like diverse uh, sources for the for the kind of talent. But at the well, same especially if that's the way most people interact with the game. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, especially because that'll probably do some good cross pollination with uh, general casual yeah. Twitch viewers. And I would be uh, very willing viewers. to bet that there are a, a large section of like Cutie Pie, like Yasuo, like Pokemon, like all these big name streamers who sometimes stream leagues, sometimes stream other things, like all the big league streamers, especially who don't even watch the LCS. <laughs> like, I wouldn't be surprised if it was like a huge section. So I'm agreeing with you. Sorry. Uh, but but at the same time, I don't want them to be like to put like Pokemon in the one v ones competition. And, but and I also really miss that massive one v one competition they had one year, where they had basically every le region got to put in a number of representatives, depending on um like their their major or minor or something else. Uh, I think uh, NA put in like Bjergsen, Double Lift. Um, yeah, I remember that. Ja uh, Hauntzer and somebody else I don't remember, but that massive tournament I love that I w I was invested in who was gonna win that tournament, and they had um. I think it was. I think it was when it was. It was it the Brazilian announcer who would just come up with a sort of joke to say with uh, whenever they first introduce somebody? And for Uzi, he like made the sound of a of shooting a gun. Oh, I love that. I don't remember. Oh, I, I love that dude. That dude's amazing. Anything he does is great. For the, for is the, he a legend in the game? You would say. Yeah, a little bit. So, I think. If, there are some things that should be probably a little serious at All Stars, like the one v one and and a little bit of the two v two competition. Uh, that should be serious, but also it's well, it's the only time be... we ever do that. That's that's why it should be serious. No, and, but it should also be okay to do things like. Do you remember that one year that Afro and someone else did a no item, no ability level zillion one v one first farm, <laughs> and they had no runes. They had or they had identical runes or no runes. They had no items and they never skilled an ability or hit each other. And it was just the first zillion with no buffs to. A, and to me, that's a perfectly legitimate one v one, right? It's, like it's, it's it not is. the super cool. It's not the super cool exhaust ignite Lucian duel, but it is like two fucking really decent, really good players just fucking dicking around. It took like fifteen minutes. It was so fucking funny. That, right. That's my only problem with that is that it takes forever. <laughs> I, that's not a problem as far as I'm concerned, big fella. That shit was hysterical. Uh, just, just value others' time, people. Okay. But it's you're about. It's they're there to watch a game. <laughs> so, that's a game. So so, I'm I'm st I'm still struggling with exactly how to integrate uh like content creators and streamers into the all-star kind of event maybe you have some meme-tastic show matches and then a, a couple of a little bit more serious events that you are... could do like a tandem with a pro and a yeah that like like in the streamer. tandem i don't care who's playing the tandem i just want it yeah. to be fun i don't give a shit if it's bjergsen faker on the same player i, I just want to watch yordles versus noxians because why not just i it's tandem nobody's gonna win but sometimes they pull off some crazy shit in tandem i would actually like, love oh to God. see a pro and then have it with have it be like like plat or below streamers only so like no cutie no scara but like 
pretty not great players, <laughs> right? Like no challenger motherfuckers on that stage. Only people who are like mediocre or lower at the game with a pro. And it's like, which do you give them the keyboard and you just shout Q Q Q W W and you or do you give them the mouse and just see what the fuck happens? My, my only <laughs> problem, like my, my other problem with like putting these streamers in in these kind like the the ser more serious game modes is I don't want to make it the whole thing end up being about well they're garbage that's why we lost or whatever like I I don't want to be berating people who aren't really good at this game no and but I don't up. think that that I think that that's a larger issue right like <laughs> well no no because if you put if you put the spotlight on it it's gonna become it's gonna become talked about regardless that's fair I mean I guess it would just have to come down to the fact that like how much do you actually give a shit about winning, right? Like, if you go in and the attitude is not like, we are trying to win this tournament, but, like, we are trying to entertain or we're trying to have fun, then it might not be a big deal. Whereas, like, you sometimes you get the stuff, like, in some of those, uh, what was uh, what was it called? Twitch Rivals? Yes. Where you had some people with, like, challenger players and gold on the same team, and, like, I think, like, that, that's what well made someone cry it kind of it was there was there was a whole other I don't whole remember, long but. set of problems with that but it's not what this is about and that but things like that are what i want to no avoid. i want to avoid that too i completely agree and that's why i brought it up but i think that's because like that's a tournament for money mm -hmm. a lot of a lot of all-star events could really just be like a show matches for nothing and then it doesn't really matter mm -hmm. right especially because like i mean i don't know i guess it doesn't come up when it's pros because no pro is going to be like well we lost because like bjergsen and faker playing on a tandem is garbage but like also like they could just say the same thing like well we lost because it sucks to do this right <laughs> like it's like have you ever then, tried to play with your handcuffed to freak like what like oh that's my, hard oh my god i i have a new a new idea everyone has to play handcuffed to each other to freak <laughs> no, everyone to has to be no everyone no. has to be handcuffed no everyone to freak but they're like really long and freak is like in between the two Doing like jumping and, jacks and shit or he can just run left and right and just like yank someone's <laughs> mouth in the middle of a fight but i also fun. like the dumb meme stuff like when you get sometimes like the casters will go down and take off the pros headphones and be like hey what's happening like oh and just my. oh yeah and I, it, I, I, you I, can I, always I, tell it tilts them so fucking bad they, they, they did a, a show match with like uh tyler one in i think summer last year yeah and, they did and, and they walked that. up and interviewed tyler one in the middle of the game yes they did <laughs> that and that was, was extremely that was, funny that shit i want that shit uh, and then yeah. for Rift Rivals, I want Rift Rivals to be the most serious grudge map between regions ever. That's what I want. And I'm just never going to get that, just to be honest. No. We wasted a lot of time talking about this. Yeah, we did. Okay, let's try to... We got to blaze through yeah, some stuff. Yeah, let's try to move some a little quickly. All right, let's go. Next subject. Or subject. What are we in school? Next topic. topic. 9.3 in the LCS. So, um... 9.13. Fuck. <laughs> February, boys. So a major standout here, I think, is probably Alawi. They put in a lot of changes to her that make her, like, kind of able to move her tentacles a little bit faster, and she can keep her clone or the clone up a little bit easier because it no longer goes down in time with uh, hitting her. But it is a little shorter, so it's a trade. It is a trade off, and they didn't want to make it broken. The W, the W bonus on or bonus, the W buff on her is probably a pretty big one. And they fixed a bug where if you stood next to her tentacle, it wouldn't slam anymore and it would get stuck there. And now it does slam. So yeah. uh, that's annoying. Uh, but yeah, I think that's one of the standouts. The pike change is a standout. Anything for you? 
Uh, excited to see Kiana in two weeks. Uh, Karma movement speed duration change important. Um, I think anyway. Uh, bonus damage for the Pike Q gone seems important. Uh, Phantom no longer damages non champions. That's fine. Uh, Sejuani nerf probably doesn't change her utility. Uh, Ricochet cost doesn't change the fact that Sivir is still top tier. No, I think that's about it. I think you hit I everything. Think, I think the Sona, Sona change is actually a little a little big. Not huge, but a little bit. It'll definitely bring down the priority of any Sona lane at all. Uh, I agree. I agree, but I don't think it's like... I don't I don't know. I don't think it... It probably doesn't kill that, but it it's makes probably it, it makes like, it even more niche than it, than it was already. Yeah, which is fine. As far I, as I think concerned. the Udyr chains have some potential, but it would take time to see and maybe another tweak. And Udyr is really risky in pro play because if you just walk forward, you're probably just going to Yeah, he doesn't have a lot of quick gap closers besides Flash Bear Slap. And besides that, his... I mean, like, Skarner doesn't have a lot of gap close. Skarner's R is way more impactful than uh, a Bear Slap. Uh, another change people have been talking about forever is an Essence Reaver change, which I think is basically nothing. They tried to... They, Almost nothing. Everyone, it feels the exact same. Everyone was, like, talking about how the changes to, to uh, Sivir and Essence Reaver were going to totally change the meta. Absolutely nothing happened. They they made Essence Reaver 100 more and made it build out a BF Sword. Changes nothing. So, nothing has really changed about the meta with this patch, uh, besides maybe Alawi, uh, Pike, uh, and Udyr. Mord's in. We're not going to talk about him until we see him pick, because we talked about him last week. Yeah. Okay. Fox drops Rush for Mike Young. Sorry, Anthony wrote Moke Young. I'm going to kill you. <laughs> You're going to try. Uh, I dare you. I think that this is a good pickup. I'm excited to see Mike Young again. He was really good for a while. He fell off a little bit. I hope he utilizes this shot really well. I like him as a player. I like him as a person. He seems very nice. Sad for the kind boy, but frankly, he was underperforming this split so far. And last one. He and like, he wasn't as bad as last split right now. Like right now he was he's doing better than last split, but he's still not up to the old C9 days where he was like a god. And MVP. so we're not what? He got MVP then. Yeah, I know. And he's not even like in the he's not even on the short list for that. So for that, I'm thinking a good pickup. I there are teams that could probably use a better jungler or put Rush on Academy or try something, but I hope the best I wish the best for Rush. I hope the best for Rush. I love him as a player, but Good choice for Echo Fox, I think. Yeah, uh, Mike Young played on TSM spring of last year. Correct. He for Greg. really looked like he had some confidence issues back then. I hope that those are mostly solved with him having another, what is it, yeah, full year in Academy to get to this point. I think Fox are going to play him this weekend. I think I it would probably be in their best instance to try to make some changes. They're sitting a little bit outside of playoffs at, what is it, 2-5. and five. I We'll have to see what happens. It's two, uh, two and six. Mm -hmm. uh, but I think I, I don't think he's going to change a whole lot for them. But any change is good when you're at the bottom of the table. Uh, for Rush, I think he's probably going to get picked up by some academy team. He's if anything. too good not to get picked up by an academy I, team. Like he's just too good to not have. I, I. But at the same time, does anybody need him for the rest of the season? Does TSM need him? Honestly, that's the only team that I think has major jungler issues that are looking to go to Worlds. Anyone else should be, like, looking to spring if they're not going to go to Worlds. I, that's fair, but I don't think it would hurt to have Rush on. FlyQuest might pick him up. FlyQuest are at the bottom of the table, too. Any sort Maybe. of change would help. But we can talk about that 
if we see what happens. Yeah, we'll, 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 we might revisit this next week or the week after. We'll probably update info. it both to talk about Mike Young and we'll update it whenever Rush gets invited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who hurt you, Anthony? Why? Who, who hurt me? Sona so, Tarek TK. Yeah, so it has been coming up a lot ever since this was discovered back at MSI or the end of Spring Split. I don't remember when exactly, but Sona Tarek, Sona Tarek came out where you have Tarek being the primary farmer early game, and then Sona, as soon as she completes her quest and unlocks her uh, support item, begins to farm and scale up. So this came about mostly because Sona does a stupid amount of damage with AP scaling, and now you have two Sight Stones. So... When you so coupled together, it makes for a really crazy team comp, and it creates an insane death ball. This is it does. It also is really really good for vision control. It's yes. a lot harder to clear those wards. Um, usually, you have the same members of every team, like position wise, getting sweepers, and if you double the amount of wards you can output, it becomes a lot harder to have that vision control. Which in pro play, I mean, even in any play, immensely important. Uh, so. Well, the Tom Kench variant has come in recently to increase pick potential and just have better lane kill power because Tom Kench alone can almost two v one a lane. <laughs> so, I I I guess I guess it's a decent combo, but at the same time, it has always been really weak in lane. Has zero kill, almost zero kill pressure in lane unless the other the other players make a total fuck up, and it it, it sort of forfeits your bot lane for the sake of late game vision. It, it really does. You basically always get out-farmed, and you basically always die in fights. Um, you're only really winning fights if you hit sex and your mid laner and your jungler come down, and you use your power and your Sona ult, um, the Tom Kench or the Tarek slows and stuns to really do something. So, uh, to, with some statistics to back this up, uh, Sona's gold difference at 15 is minus 920, and the XP difference at 15 is minus 724. Meanwhile, Tarx is actually up, but not by a, an e remotely equivalent amount. And mind you, these are just games that are all any support Tarx game and any AD carry uh, Sona game, so it may be incomplete. But yeah. Like major asterisk there so i it doesn't seem to be all that effective to me it seems okay but it doesn't seem like it's it's got any sort of teeth to it that people should have been prioritizing as much as they have in the past and with the recent nerfs to sona it just got pushed down a whole lot more and upcoming nerfs to tom kench in the next patch in 9.14 will probably push this down again So, you have anything else to say? Uh, no, I think it's really situational. Probably pushes down your right. I think it's still really good if you want to do what it wants to do. You have to draft around it, though. It's not something you should just bust out for the memes um, because it's not that strong. Um, I think TK, like you said, offers a little bit more uh, swap ability. You know, if you take TK and then they take Ter like Sona, fuck it. Throw TK top, throw TK support, you're looking good. Uh, TK is never bad to have. Tarek, I think, is a little bit better than TK. It just synergizes a little bit better, but I think it's overall fine. And I'd like to move on to yes. our week five picks. Let me just get those up on screen right now. Boom. All right. Uh, I'm pretty sure we're exactly the same. Oh, wait. Nope. We disagree on one game, and that's the Fox CG game. Do we? Do I have it wrong here? You do. We have our 100% on the dock. The Fox CG game. 
Wait, is this the wrong image? Hang on. Yeah, there's yeah, no yeah. Fox CG game. Yeah, I have the wrong image here. Okay, uh, they won't be on screen, so I'll just run down. Uh, <laughs> my mistake, guys. Okay, uh, so we have... I told you I could help with the production, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so we have Fly, Fly vs. Fox. Fly vs. Fox, we both pick FlyQuest. TL vs. C9, we both pick TL. TSM vs. 100 Themes, we both pick TSMs. Uh, Obviously. Gold, Golden Guardians vs. Uh, Optic Gaming, we both picked Optic. Clutch Gaming vs. Uh, CLG, we both pick CLG. Uh, Fox vs. Golden Guardians, we both pick Golden Guardians. C9 vs. CG, we both did C9. 100 Thieves vs. TL, we both pick TL. CLG vs. TSM, we both pick TSM. Optic vs. FlyQuest, we both picked Optic. A lot of these are expected. A lot of these are teams that are higher ranked than other teams, or just generally more skilled playing others. Some of them are a little closer. Uh, some of them, I think I struggled a little bit with Optic GGS, because Optic had been looking good, but Golden Guardians mm -hmm. had been looking a little bit better. Uh, in my eyes, Optic vs. Fly. Last season would have been very different. FlyQuest to the tank. TL still has it for me, even over my sweet, sweet C9. And 100 Thieves still loses to TSM for me, despite um, their recent increase in ability or their recent performance and in increase. Yeah, uh, I don't... And then Fox vs. GGS, I have his GGS just because Fox was looking worse, and I don't know how much scrim time they've had with Mike Young. I think GGS is a for sure a playoff team, so it'll be a little bit harder for them to yeah. be knocked down by. Yeah, I think this is going to be a very one-sided weekend. Uh, if anything has been shown to us by the last two weekends, uh, probably not. But you can only go so far without uh, without the coin flip being against you. But anyway, so let's just go right into our previews this week. We have uh, first up, we have TL versus C9. So coming back I'm from Rift Rivals. Both these teams. TL looks much stronger, but yeah. they didn't have sneaky. So yeah. I think TL still wins. I think TL still does look stronger. I think it will be a close fight. I don't expect TL to just stop. Right. So I'm thinking that C9 still seem to be inconsistent along with TSM. So TL seems... Oh, I'm sorry. <clears throat> So TL seems to be getting back into their old swing of things as of recently. And like they really have an idea how they kind of want to play the game, how to beat their, their opponent they're facing, and what their goal should be to walking into every game. C9 mm -hmm. look like they're still trying to figure things out, whether that's just because they've been putting in blabber recently or what. I don't really know. It's hard for me to be like to be like... Yeah, C9 just they're really they're inconsistent. They're better than everyone else, so they just get ahead of them and they can win them win off them on pure skill, but they're too inconsistent to BTL. It's hard to fully say that, but it, at the same time, if they keep experimenting around with their junglers just like TSM are, I don't like I feel like that really hurts a team's consistency when you start swapping out players a lot and you're not in Especially a Especially the of, jungler, which yeah. a jungler really affects the pace of play. Especially when you're not in a best of scenario a lot, and it's not like going to actually change the game. You're just going in. Let's just see what Blabber does this game. And it's like, huh, that happened. All right, see you in six weeks. Like, I feel like you're not getting a lot of information if you're doing that. I agree. Uh, anything else to say about TL versus C9? No. Uh, I can't wait for TL for so, to have it. So TSM versus CLG. I know you put this on here because of the stupid meme. Yes, I um, did. So why don't you handle that? Because this is your zone, you meme god. So, they're not going to do it. They're never going to beat him again. No, of course they're not. It's, it's, they're cursed. They're never going to beat him again. I don't even like TSM, TSM and I agree again. with you. 
Uh, not only are they actually just worse than them at the moment, they they haven't been looking like they've been performing at a high enough skill to beat T TSM, but they haven't beaten them a long time. And e TSM just seemed to, be able, seemed to be able to outclass them, regardless of who is on their team. I don't think it'll be extremely close. CLG might be able to make a few moves against them, but TSM just seemed to have a better champion, or champion, a better player in every role, just from the past split alone. Mm -hmm. Anything you want to say? No, I mean, it, I think it really comes down to the fact that they are better right now. They look better. They look a little more consistent. I think that their just ability is a little bit higher uh, in that, uh, in a lot of senses. Um, and I also think it might be a mental thing at this point, right? Like, if you're CLG, it's not like you don't know. It's been however, that like a thousand whatever days, right? You know, and that probably weighs on you. And, you know, maybe they're able to overcome that. Maybe they aren't. I don't think they win this one. I would be very, very shocked. I think they're outclassed in more or less every role, especially if Greg plays, even if Acadian plays. I, I just, I would be legitimately shocked if, if CLG broke the streak here. In the words of the, fam in the famous words of Dyrus, the only teams I'm worried about are TL and Cloud9. Every other team's irrelevant, especially CLG. All right, so on that note, you want to take us home? Yes, I do. I want to take us on home. <laughs> uh, you can catch us every week on Mondays at 7 Eastern on twitch.tv slash 2 k 11 Catch the VODs on my YouTube channel, and have a nice day.